Word. Um, well, yo, you had asked the life number thing. Like, I calculated off the top of the head, but I didn't tell you how I got there. Um, so, life path, sorry, life path numbers. Um, you would take the three numbers, like, of your date. So, like, the day, the month, the year, or the month, day, year, whatever. Month, day, year. Um, and then you add them up separately, like, in their brackets. And then you add those numbers together. You reduce down to a single digit. So in most cases, you're going to get like a double digit number, 26, 13, something like that. When you break that down, say like 13, it breaks down to four. The thing is for like a numerologist, both the second to last number and the last number are going to be important because while you can only sit between, in theory, one and nine, um, so you have like life paths through one, uh, sorry, life paths one through nine, then there'd be 11, 22, 33 are considered master numbers. Um, when we'll say like majority of the time you're gonna reduce down to that single digit number, number before kind of gives me an, a, a, a breakdown of what makes up your number. Right? So like two fours is gonna translate differently than five and a three to make eight. They're both going to have a life path eight, but there's going to be differences um, that I could tell. So it's like when we did, yours was what again? It was a five, but the the birthday? Eight, so it would be eight, four, tw uh, two, right? Twelve, and the 14. So one and four, um, which makes hella sense to me. So for example, your five talks about the chaos and the change and what you bring into environments when you show up. You talked about the fact that you have like alignments with anarchy um, or anarchism and stuff like that. The one and the four is foundation and conservation. So what I find interesting about that is your five's nature drives you against building the foundations in ways that are familiar, right? So it's like you're, or you have a different type of conservatism. That's more so what it is. It's like you are technically conservative in terms of how you view how things should be, but your conservatism is so far back that it comes across as like radical anarchism. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think foundation, you know, it tells me that, you know, life or rather the one, foundations are very important to you, leadership is very important to you, um, being out in front, not from a visual standpoint, but from like an ideological standpoint is very important to you. And then the four, dealing with conservation, I think it, it actually speaks more to the way that you consider uh, resource consumption. So the idea that like you only take what is necessary in order to to build the, or create the thing. Like it's about like as minimal excess as possible. So that balances out to me when I think about like your five and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, so when I did my, like I'm a 22, um, so master builder. So it's like a lot of the things that I had to figure out. What's interesting about master numbers is they stand for their own thing and the reduced number. So 
first of all, how you get to that master number is if you do that reduction, right, of the dates, and you get to 11, 22, or 33, you stop. Um, in some studies, you don't even uh, acknowledge 33. 33 is like more of a makeup of the numbers in your chart. Um, but the 22 has aspects of four. So that conservation, um, that like solid structure type thing. But whereas four is like trying, four kind of like sees the structure and goes, this is what it should be. Master builder is able to create structure and then manifest it in real life. Um, so creating platforms, um, a lot of 22s have been like, I guess the term would be like world changers, but it's like literally altering the way that people think. Um, altering the way that people see the world. But there's like a catch, <laughs> you see what I did there? There's a catch 22 uh, to it because you can either, and that's that. like, even when I think about how language occurs, um, I see so much spirit in it that it's like, yo, to come up with a phrase like catch 22 to explain the fact that there can be both this side and the other polarity, like there's potential for both. It's the same thing with the master builder. So they like I read one time that 22s are either destined for greatness or obscurity. And I was like, bro, that shit fucking hit. Like, it's all up to you. If you go after that thing that you see and you build it, nothing but greatness can occur. But you also can have that mindset of like, oh, what if, what if, what if, and never do anything. And you will fade into the shadow. And so a lot of... Uh, this is really the same thing for 11. 11 is a master healer. So a lot of people will interpret that as I need to go around fixing people. A master healer has experienced all wounds and so they're a master at healing from the wound. They can tell you how to heal, but your job isn't necessarily to go out and heal. And I think a lot of 11s get that wrong, which contributes to their development in a way because you have to go through all the wounds in order to get it. So they, have, they tend to have very trauma-filled lives. Um, and... I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I would say, like, if you're an 11, go to therapy um, even more so. Not because, like, there's something wrong with you, but because in understanding how wounds and traumas afflicted you, you'll better be able to understand other people's wounds and traumas. Um, and in the line of, like, or, or walking within spiritual alignment, a lot of it has to do with not taking things personally and understanding that people are enacting the things that have occurred to them on the people around them. And in most cases, the people that they love are gonna get the brunt of that. Um, but yeah, uh, that's life path. But there's a lot of other numbers. Like there's, there's a, you know, there's your name number that kind of like, there's, there's, so in Chaldean numerology, there's two name numbers really. There'll be like your government name, which is considered to be like your expression number, your first full name, your middle name, last name. And it's kind of like, this is what you, this is what your character almost kind of like emulates. And then there's, um, I believe it's like a destiny number. A destiny number is like the name you go by. So in your case, like if, if you were to go by O explicitly, we would just count the O. We wouldn't count really the full O in, in terms of like having something, because the expression number is like, it's our, it's, not it's not that it's not important it's just not central um whereas like the destiny number is a lot more informative to me and so um that's where for me it gets interesting because my destiny number is an 11 
So that's where I'm, what I get at when I talk about 33 being a makeup of like the numbers in your charts. If you have the, the, those two master numbers, the master teacher thing comes into play with 33. What I learned about that was in the same way that you would experience all traumas and learn how to, which is a big part of what I do. Um, in terms of, not that I like know everything, but in, in the ability to empathize and understand where someone's coming from and how it might've affected them. The master teacher is like, you have to essentially like fail at everything <laughs> in order to understand how to tell someone that's not gonna work. Um, and so there's been a lot of like, it's not that the, the overall, I shouldn't have done that, my bad. Um, it's not that, like, it's not a, a prescription of life, like, oh, you're going to fail at life. It's just a thing where it's like, there are things that are coming back around in my life now that are becoming immensely successful that I dropped some amount of time ago um, because of the repetitive failures. And so in retrospect, you're like, oh, okay, like, I understand why I had to go through all of that to get here. Um, and that, I think, occurs with a lot of things. It's like, if you got what you thought you wanted when you wanted it, it would not have turned out well for you. And so it's like, all of that stuff, whether it's music, dance, there are things that I was getting close to or gunning for that if I got them, I'd probably be a really bad person right now. You know what I mean? Um, so it's interesting, I think it's interesting with life path numbers, like the meaning changes as you move through life. Because at one point, seeing a master number was just like ego reinforcement. I was like, oh shit, yeah, nigga, the universe even recognizes I'm a boss. Like, and it's like, yo, I'm really glad you're encouraged right now, but like life is gonna happen. Um, and I think that's, a, that's actually a temptation with the 22, is like that, that sense of like pride and like importance and uniqueness. It's like, yeah, that is present and you have to own that in order to be successful at executing that life path. But the, the bravado that comes or the ego that may come with that, especially ahead of the actual experience, like if you find out in your 20s that you're a 22, that's that like, yo, I'm fucking invincible type shit. And I always know, I always, like it'll be used as like a reinforcement for um, everything that you see. Um, just like with a five, a lot of people that I know who are fives have gone through periods of time where they, 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 they seem to just be destructive um, of themselves, of other people, like just self-destructive behavior. Um, and it's like, you're embracing the negative vibrations of the five, or I don't know if negative is really a word. I mean, it's a polarity, but you know what I mean? Does that resonate with you? Do you feel like you went through a period of time like that or not really? Um, it depends mm -hmm. what you consider destructive. Fair. Right? Um, Fair. So like, some things that you look, oh, damn, that's like destructive. But it's like, in order to build foundation, some things have to be destructive. And so, and, but that's the, that's the dope about five. Like, that's literally what the the point is so to speak um but what was i gonna say um oh it was the same thing with the with with the master builder thing and manifestation like there was a period of time where i was just gassed off of like if i think of it i can make it and if i can make it i did some magic 
and just doing that over and over and over again and not actually pausing to consider whether or not I should make the thing. You know what I mean? Um, and just like learning how to recognize like, yo, that thing that you think, it, it's not complete yet. So just sit on it, be patient with it. Um, and I think it's just my, my uh, what's the word? My reference points, I guess, for like the word master and what it entails. Yeah, there can be, there can be, or I'll say it's a part of the development of someone who has a master number. Ego is going to be a big part of their development. Yeah. Master healer. Yeah, 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 for the destiny number. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so I think the reason why I'm able to speak to the experience of those two master numbers is because I like, I had those experiences, um, before and during my, my exploration of those principles. So when it comes to the 11, I was very drawn to broken people. Um, it caused a lot of like, I'm trying to think how to put this. When love has only occurred to you through close intimacy, not necessarily sexual intimacy, but close intimacy, your ability to show love will be dependent upon that intimacy. And so from the master healer standpoint, being so in touch with what wounded you and what you needed, which in most cases is going to be some form of love to heal through the thing, it's easy to try to insert yourself in everyone's story in order to love them to health or love them to betterness or, or wellness or whatever. And so I definitely, um, you know, that, that showcases itself in your friendships and your romantic relationships first, usually. Um, so I would kind of like, I definitely had toxic friendships when I was younger. Um, and I had, extremely toxic relationships like for me it really showed up in my relationships um where i would seek out high conflict environments because resolving the conflict gave me that dopamine boost as well as that like assurance that the kid version of me that couldn't resolve the conflict that occurred in the house i'm validated like i know how to it won't happen to me um and i think like that journey is important but i i think that I immersed myself in the behavior to the point that the universe was like, yo, you get it now. Like, you don't have to keep doing this. Who are you proving this to? Um, and so that, I think, is like, that's the ego thing with the master healer. Who are you proving this to at a certain point when you're constantly drawn to and trying to affect broken people, especially through some form of intimacy? Um, and so one of the things that's been, I think, 
encouraging and reaffirming about my practice is my ability to affect and change and help heal people without having to insert myself. Um, you know, like I'm excited about the the containers for that reason. It's like having like recurring touch bases, but I'm giving you work to do. I'm not doing it. I already did it. It's up to you. And if you don't do it, I'll see you on the next session. Like we're, we're just gonna pick up from where we left off. Um, but getting all getting through all of that um, definitely helped me align with like finding. I'd say like finding proper purpose because the, the healing thing was like a really central core. Like it was really, um, it was really close to my core identity as far as something that I was like clinging to um, and letting go of that and understanding that healing is other people's responsibility. I can provide tools and resources allowed me to focus so much more energy in the progression of my own life which pushes me into that master builder space where it's like, I have the energy, the focus, the time and attention to build the thing that I actually have in my head rather than trying to fix everyone else's shit. Um, did that answer the question? I think that did. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to, so let's shoot back to one, right? So that we'll, we'll, go, we'll go over them, right? So life path one. Life path ones are big on um, the ground, like getting in on the ground level, leadership, building uh, movements, building foundations for things. Um, so I think one of the things that helps me with life paths is understanding polarity, right? So there's always going to be a... a positive side of the vibration and there's going to be a negative side of the vibration. So I think when I think about ones, ones can fall into traps of like not being able to work with other like groups of people. Like they work really well alone. Um, and that mitigating that with their capacity to lead is I think a big part of the, the journey as far as like figuring out that um, figuring out the energy that you bring um, because the thing that you do alone is what helps you lead. As I said this to Dial the other day, when you're leading, you're out in front. There's no one to the left. There's no one to the right. Everyone's behind you. So you can't depend on or get validated from the steps that anyone is taking alongside you. You're the first one to take the step. So because of that, I think that two things can occur. One, a one can like shy away from leadership and become more of like a hermit um, and isolate themselves. Uh, and then there are ones who kind of like will throw themselves out and become martyrs. Um, so finding the balance in between where you recognize like, hey, part of this is me making sure that my shit is straight and like leading by example. Um, I think that really is it, that says it, leading by example. I think when you learn what true leadership is, that phrase becomes that much more deep to you or profound. Um, but yeah, I would say like leadership, foundation, um, and, and isolation, just not in an explicitly bad way. Um, versus two, which deals a lot with like union. So like my cousin is a two, right? And so he's really good at bringing people together, 
but he doesn't necessarily know what he's bringing people together for, right? So part of his journey has been figuring out how to be comfortable with that um, because he's also a Pisces. So it's like he's emotional and uh, has like a, a very clear vision of, of other people's emotional makeups and like the things that they see that may or may not be true. So I think the challenge with twos is figuring out ways to not take on the emotional labor of bringing other people together, um, as well as not being attached to the outcome. So knowing that like your job was to bring this person in the space, this person in the space, but not to have an objective for it, I think is like the, the part of the ego that gets taken out for two. Um, so yeah, two is big on uh, collaboration. I think that's like a better word for it. Life path twos are big on like collaboration, figuring out the ways in which things are best married together. Um, three, creativity, right? Like a lot of like, uh, and when I say three from a creative standpoint, um, you can only, as far as two numbers go, you can only get to three through one and two. And so three is like the manifestation of both in the sense that I think like threes are really good. Um, let's say like threes are really creative. Threes are very, um, let's say like sturdy. I mean, cause I have notes bro from my own shit that I've done. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, threes are probably like really high energy, like joyful people, uh, very expressive communicators. Um, I guess in the ways that people like consider folks to be like artsy. Um, I would say like change and development, but not from the, the chaotic sense of a five, but more from like a collaborative sense and like more from um, development, right? So threes, I think, are maybe not always as good at like initiating the idea. They're really great at perfecting ideas um, and bringing things into the space of four. Because with four being conservation structure and like that foundational piece, three is like kind of seeing us there. Um, so informing the one and two of what's missing in order to get to the next step. Um, but yeah, like I think like creative creativity is like extremely or creativity is a big focus of three. Um, but I think on the other end of that, as far as like the ego aspect of it, they could be very removed from things. So it's like once people don't take your creativity well or they don't receive your critique well or something like that, they want to just like throw their hands up and be like, you know, what, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, since you got it, like that's a very three thing. Since you got it, bet. Show me then. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody that I, I can't think of anyone I know off the top of my head who's like a three. Um, let's see. Um, I would say big on truth. They're really big on truth. Like, I mean, like a disproportionate rage to being lied to type shit. <laughs> it's like threes are, are uh, big on that. And then um, completion. Um, which is like what they're there for, right? So it's like the foundation occurs, the union occurs, they're there to, to complete the physical manifestation. Um, 
Ugh. But yeah, control freaks. Threes, threes could probably slip into control freaks really easily. Um, versus like fours. Fours can also express like some control freak tendencies, but it has more to do with like retention. Um, so like fours are very like conservative in their emotional, um, I guess like labor or, or the way in which they like love is very much like permanence, like object permanence is what I related to, especially with like autism. Um, so when I think about four, because I carry those, a lot of those aspects, um, change can be really tough because change doesn't allow for structure. You know what I mean? It doesn't like, I mean, obviously, but like when I think about um, when you're renovating a house, you don't generally live in it. And so the four really wants to live in the house because <laughs> it's like, bro, this is a beautiful house. Um, and so fours can, I think, have like difficulties with fives um, because of that, like fives kind of want to fuck up everything that four creates. Or it's like it can it can feel like it's maybe not good enough or something like that. So that energy can be exerted back and forth. Um, but yeah, fours are very, uh, they, they look for structure. They look for permanence, big on family unit big on, um, I would say like, like very black and white uh, moral values. Um, so like what's good is good, what's bad is bad. They're, they're more likely to be in line with like religious philosophies um, because it, it allows the world to, to show up in constants and in structures. So I think the, I guess like the negative aspect of that is being so focused on receiving the information that you don't analyze the information to, to really make sure that it's true, um, especially based on the, the source that it comes from. Um, but I think fours have a lot of trust in systems. Um, I think you'd have a hard time. Fours are probably not likely to be conspiracy theorists type of thing, you know what I mean? Um, so very much like take it as it comes type person, um, or what you see is what you get, um, as far as how they perceive the world. Versus fives, obviously, fives is like, they're not willing to take anything that you tell them at face value. They're gonna fuck it up and see if it's true. Um, they're, they're likely to be in the mix. They love um, fucking around to find out. That's, that's the way that they find out. It's like fucking around to find out, versus the four who's like, please tell me. Uh, tell me what your experience was. Tell me how this occurred for you. Uh, and then I'll try to like figure out or, or use those waypoints to navigate my own way through the situation. Um, so sixes are interesting, I think, because sixes are travelers. Um, six has a lot to do with journey. It has a lot to do with forward motion. Um, when you think of six of wands, it's a victory card. When you think of six of swords, it's a, it's a moving card as far as like needing to separate and move on from something. So I think sixes um, are, if five wants to change it, six wants to drop it and go in the other direction, like fuck it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, nah, this ain't it. And with seven being illusion and dreams, it's like, it's on its way there. So um, there can be like a romanticism to the way that they move forward, expecting things to chase and like level up to follow. So I think, Part of that six journey is like knowing 
knowing when to exit and also like knowing when you when you don't actually have to um because i think like looking at things that are divisible by two can be important so it's like three creativity on creativity um which lends itself to that moving onward thing um because it's like oh like this is uh this needs to be changed or can be changed and this would be cool and then to to get to the next point it's like kind of like I'm off this. Um, so I think sixes are generally like really progressive thinkers. Um, they tend to want to change things for the better. Whereas like sometimes five just wants to change things because it's boring. Um, six is definitely like, there's a better way to do this or a better, uh, better place to build this. Um, Whereas sevens, and this is seven is my name, like my first name number. Um, let me look here. Yeah, okay, so sevens. Sevens tend to be like mediums, empaths, like they're really good at feeling out um, other people's experiences. Um, they have a really good grasp of like alchemy, science, um, metaphysical sciences and stuff like that because they can work in the ethereal. They can work within theory. Um, so they can work within theory, but they're really analytical and strategic about it as well. So it's like, not only can I dream up the idea, but I can break it down into, into its components and really analyze it to see if it's good on all levels. Um, but I think as a result, they can have kind of like an, like an airy personality almost where it's like, bro, will you like focus on reality for a second? Like it's, 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 they're very imaginative. Um, and they live in the maybe space. Um, it's probably, I would say it's probably tougher to get like sevens to commit to things one way or another, because they're always dreaming up of other possibilities. Um, sevens house the multiverse. I would say that's a good way to put it. I, should, I wish I had better like phrasing for some of the other numbers, because some numbers get like some really good ones. But <laughs> sevens kind of house the capacity for the multiverse. It's, it's all the different options. It's all the different ways that something could go. Um, but as a result, they can come across as like being very morbid people. Um, and I would say like depression, like or subject to depression and inactivity because they can just be in their head all day. So it's like a seven is going to be someone who's probably like tougher to get out of bed not because they're actually sleeping, but just because they're going to be thinking about what they would be doing all day for longer than actually getting up and doing it. Um, whereas like eights being very like skill oriented, uh, eights are workers, bro. Like them niggas will fucking hammer it out. Um, it's a lot about skill mastery. I would say like eights probably, um, I wouldn't be surprised if eights were heavy with like construction um, you know, building architecture, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's the, it's the double structure. So it's like, yeah, four on four. So it's like, granted there's other makeups, but four on four is like, bro, I can fucking stack this all day long. And it's like, when you think about towers from the outside, they're very like pristine, like every angle is considered. Um, and also like the, the taller that they get, the more 
intricate that architecture because it has to withstand certain things at higher altitudes. Even like, let's say you bring it up to a six. Mm -hmm. Still, two is stuck together, but it's also double three. Yep. So, five, you have chaos and. Uh, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. it, and that's what I love about numerology. It's like as you start to capture these principles, all of the makeups make sense to you. And then you get to the point. What's that? Yeah. Yep, the dream space, it's like, you know, you're leading people to that dream. Um, which again, like that eight, that's a, that's a fucking skill, bro. Like that you're, you're very skilled at building a structure that's building a movement and taking it somewhere. Um, so, you know, or like that, like you said with two and six, like bringing groups of people together and then bringing them somewhere. Um, so I would say like eight is like Moses energy. Um, I think... There's also, I would say, like, in the same way that the four can struggle with conservatism and not wanting or allowing change, eight can kind of get endlessly caught in the loop of practice and endlessly caught in that, like, um, grind. Um, so, like, grind mentality and just, like, not, like, rest is really important for eights, learning, learning when to rest, uh, when to put something down when uh when a structure is not going to work rather than trying to make it work um those are definitely like things that could occur to an eight that would be uh more difficult um then we get to nines so nines um nines are like what is it there's in astrology they have like cardinal cardinal mutable and there's a third one fixed so there's like a uh, uh, cardinal is like the start, fixed is the sustain, and then mutable is the transition out. So nine is that like the most mutable of numbers. So it's like very much last time around, um, bringing things into the new space, um, true completion, like actual, like, because once you get to 10, it's one again. So um, I would say like nines are closers. You know what I mean? Um, nines come in, assess everything, declare it good. They also house all the properties of the numbers that came before them um, in the sense that they're, they're able to act in that capacity, I think, right? So again, like nines may not be leaders, yeah, but I would say like really good advisors. Um, so it's like nines, I don't think would be as willing to take a risk as uh, a five would be, but they could advise the five on that risk and how to best mitigate that risk. Um, so yeah, like nine is nine is the advisor, nine is the judge, nine is the the review, um, and then it also, like I said, houses all the principles of the other numbers. So I think nines kind of get, you know, the best of both worlds in the sense that they can emulate the experiences or, or, or behaviors of these other uh, numbers. 
Um, but yeah, and then we already did the other three. So yeah, those are the those are pretty much it. It's like a nice intro to those. Um, but yeah, life path number is just like I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. Life path um, is very comprehensive. It's the reduction of your entire experience to a vibration. So it's informative, but it's not the end all be all. Um, you know, like they talk, there's like soul urge numbers, name numbers, expression numbers, um, destiny numbers, fucking karmic numbers. Oh man, fuck karmic debt numbers. Like if you really get into like your whole chart, which is something that um, I'm gonna be like doing with clients. Like we're doing your astrological chart, we're doing your numerolo numerological chart. I wanna get more information on human design and like really implement that as well. But, um, yeah, there's a lot there. Like your your karmic debt numbers can tell you like some of the lessons that you're carried over from previous experiences where it's like, yeah, you're going to have to work that out. Like <laughs> in the course of time, you will be fed lessons to learn this thing. Um, I don't remember what mine were at this point. I know that I've gone through or experienced a lot of it, which isn't to say that it's all done. It's just I've experienced a lot of it. Um, but like, yeah, bro, I, I, I went through this joint. Like if you look, this is all just numerology studies that started with the master builder stuff and going through all of this just to figure myself out. Um, like my actual birthday, right? So there's like birth numbers and life path numbers. So my birthday is that 22 but I was born on the fifth. So I have those aspects of like chaos and change and like all that stuff. Like it's really cool. I think like the more you, it's just like astrology, right? So like a lot of people focus on the big three with astrology. So it'll be like, oh, my sun, my rising, my moon. And that's the way the world receives my energy, the way that I, my energy is actually being projected. And then um, my emotions, right? That's what people reduce themselves to. But there's so much more going on in your astrological chart. The numbers are the same thing. If you reduce everything to the life path number, you don't see how these other numbers factor into that. And most people have damn near all of them at some point of the spectrum. So by getting that like comprehensive chart, you're able to recognize like all of the numbers place in your life and how you can best utilize it. Um, yeah.